1: QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.
2: ES Audio.
0: From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Mark Blunden and this is The Leader. London Assembly member Susan Hall has won the Tory nomination to face incumbent Mayor Sadiq Khan at the polls in the race for City Hall. She beats criminal barrister Moz Hossein KC in the ballot of around 20,000 London Conservatives by 57% to 43%.
2: I will win this. I will definitely win this. I'm determined. Londoners deserve a lot better than they've got at the moment. And my goodness, they'd get it with me.
0: That's Hall speaking to the standard City Hall editor, Ross Lydell, straight after the announcement, which was made at the Battle of Britain, wartime's operation bunker in Uxbridge.
2: I'm a Londoner through and through. Londoners are being let down extremely badly by Sadiq Khan. I am here to save them from him.
0: But will Hall join the list of failed Conservative candidates taking on Khan? That's Sean Bailey, now Baron Bailey of Paddington, and Zach Goldsmith, a.k.a. Baron Goldsmith of Richmond Park. The last Conservative winner was Boris Johnson back in 2012, who beat Ken Livingstone by just a few percent. It comes as YouGov polling suggests Rishi Sunak's approval rating is at an all-time low. So what do we know about the candidate that the Conservatives hope will help them retake the London mayoralty? Now we're joined from Uxbridge by Ross Lydell So Ross
2: is it Hall for City Hall? That's a very good question I think you'd have to say at the outset it's unlikely but it's not impossible You know I'm speaking to you here from the Battle of Britain bunker in Uxbridge which the Tories chose as the place they would announce their mayoral candidate Party members have been voting for the past fortnight on two candidates Susan Hall and Moz Hussain the criminal barrister who was largely unknown and Susan won pretty handsomely, it has to be said. She got 57% of the vote. Moz got 43%. eh, And she's been busy talking to the media for the past two hours ever since, absolutely revelling in the fact that she's been selected. Moz not so much slunk out the back door, but he disappeared very quickly, probably took off and lick his wounds and perhaps wonder why he ever got involved in the dirty business of politics in the first place.
0: What do you make of all that heavy symbolism of the venue today?
2: Well, I'm currently looking at a replica Hawker Hurricane and a replica Spitfire and obviously the whole idea is that the underdog can win that was the the idea that the Tories see themselves I guess as the underdogs against Sadiq Khan who next May will be aiming for a third consecutive term and if he does that then he'll be the first mayor to achieve three terms at City Hall under the new form of the London mayoralty obviously it sort of started again back in 2000. So you know Susan isn't necessarily sort of declaring war on Sadiq but she may fancy getting one of these planes up in the sky to take quite a few pot shots at his ULES cameras One of her most popular policies shall we say, certainly amongst her Tory members, is to uh, sort of take down the ULES expansion. She would keep the ULES as it currently stands, covering up to the north and south circular roads, but she uh, wants to go sort of all guns blazing.
0: What do we know about Susan Hall's policies?
2: She's primarily going to focus on crime. She admits that simply being opposed to the ULES expansion will not necessarily pave her way to City Hall, that obviously many people already live with the ULES and many people like it. And there may be many people in outer London who are also happy for the expansion to go ahead as Sadiq plans on August 29th though we have to await the High Court ruling on this in case there may be a delay but simply being opposed to the ULES expansion won't win her City Hall. What she believes may do though is a relentless focus on crime. The Met Police is in special measures obviously as we know and it's been hit by a number of scandals. She's committed to calling in the Commissioner Mark or Sir Mark Rowley on day one and demanding action and uh, ensuring that she will do all that uh, can be done to get the Met back out of special measures and also she wants a particular focus on the violence against women and girls and on the more traditional crimes such as theft, burglary and robbery.
0: How do you rate her cross-cutting X-factor to reach parts of London that other post-Johnson Tories couldn't?
2: Yes, it's obviously the Zach Goldsmith couldn't do it. Uh, he mounted quite a sort of nasty campaign against Sadiq Khan back in 2016. Sean Bailey couldn't do it in the delayed election in 2021 Susan Hall is much more traditional than those two candidates you know Zach Goldsmith was chosen because he was a sort of eco-campaigner and it was thought he would appeal to the sort of liberal London who uh, may not necessarily always vote Tory but may have voted for him Sean Bailey's own back so he was another fascinating one he really sort of rose from uh, impoverished circumstances he had a sort of troubled history as a child and went on to be a community worker and uh, knew the other side of London shall we say from one that's been seen by the tourists, but neither Sean Bailey or Zach Coldsmith could beat Sadiq. Can Susan? Well, I would say that on the face of it, you would think that she would probably have a better chance than Sean Bailey had of at least winning all Tory supporters. There's not an obvious reason why she can't get every person inclined to back the Tories. would probably be likely to vote for her.
0: Let's go to the ads coming up. What's now for Moz Hossein and Will Khan Fear Hall? Why not hit follow in the meantime
1: and give us a rating? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium
0: It is about policing, it is about housing, it is about climate change, it is about transport. Also after Wednesday's candidacy announcement, Ross spoke with Tory Deputy Chairman Nikki Aiken and asked what won it for Hall. I think Susan is a very, very well-established politician in London, particularly in the Conservative Party, having been Harrow councillor, leader of Harrow and then going to the GLA. Ross, what's the campaign been like and what's Susan Hall's
2: political style? She's actually had a a pretty solid campaign here. She's been a bit trigger happy in the past on Twitter, but has really not put a foot wrong during the campaign. She may, of course, land herself in it in the next nine months. But you'd think that if people are looking for a typical Tory, a common sense Tory who sort of speaks their mind and is prepared to say what she thinks without prevarication and actually make a personal commitment to trying to make London better, then Susan ticks all these boxes. So Ross, what next
0: for Moz Hossein?
2: We don't really know, to be honest. It sounds like, you know, he was asked during some of the hustings what would he would do and he said, well, basically he would return to his work as a criminal barrister. He's a King's Counsel. He's one of the best uh, defence lawyers in the country. You know, he's uh, represented people accused of terrorism, of murder. And you'd imagine he'll be going back to the bar, probably licking his wounds and wondering, you know, should he really have got into this in the first place? He'd really come from nowhere. Nobody even knew his name before he suddenly made it onto the shortlist four or five weeks ago. He was backed by Ian Duncan Smith, the Tory party leader from a few years or so ago and uh, by Nick Candy, one of the big uh, Tory donors.
0: How will Sadiq Khan's team be feeling about this outcome and how's the mayor's polling?
2: In terms of how Sadiq's thinking today, I would imagine he will be walking around City Hall with a rather large smile on his face. I think he was pretty relaxed at the thought of either Moz or Susan winning. Possibly the candidate who may have caused the most trouble may have been Dan Korsky. Obviously his campaign ended very quickly after those allegations which are denied it were made. There was polling done by a survey company called Redfield and Winton about a month ago and that found that Sadiq had the support of 41% of Londoners compared with 33% who said they were likely to back the Tory candidate, unknown at that time and also it found a net approval rating for Sadiq of plus 27 points which is really pretty high for somebody who's been in power for seven odd years.
0: Do you think the ULS opposition is enough for Hall to convince Londoners?
2: No I don't think opposition to the ULS expansion will be enough for Susan. She's already admitted that this won't be a single issue election. She's got many more ideas. The problem she will have though is that because she's opposed to the ULS expansion she will then be asked the question well do you believe that air pollution in London is good enough? You know do you think measures still have to be taken? To that her answer is yes. We already know she proposed a sort of £50 million fund to uh tackle the toxic air hotspots. For example, if councils come forward and say X road or Y road is particularly polluted, then they can apply for funds, for example, to put in electric buses there or for uh, you know uh more trees or other measures. The problem is £50 million pounds actually doesn't go very far these days uh, and uh, probably much more of an intervention is needed if you're really to clean up the air. The issue, of course, though, is that many people in outer London and many Tory London boroughs don't believe their air quality is as bad as Sadiq does, and they say in outer London air quality isn't as bad as it is in central and inner London, and therefore you don't need something as radical as a ULS expansion to happen.
0: And how are the Lib Dems and Greens looking right now?
2: The Greens have chosen their candidate. They've chosen Zoe Garbutt, who is an NHS worker, although not a clinician. The Lib Dems are due to announce their candidate around party conference time in September. They've got a short list of two now. The issue for both the Greens and the Lib Dems is that the voting system will change next time round, whereas previously London had two votes and many may have chosen to vote perhaps for first preference, Green or Lib Dem, and then second preference possibly Sadiq this time it's first past the post which means they only get one vote so many people if they're determined Green or Lib Dem supporters will see their essentially vote go to waste if as we might assume it turns out to be a runoff between Labour's Sadiq Khan and the Tories Susan Hall.
0: There's more on this story in the Evening Standard newspaper and online at standard.co.uk. That's the leader. We're back on Thursday at 4pm.
1: Hi, I'm Lawrence Delaglio, host of the Evening Standard rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.
2: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter.